Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Deadly Class, Season 1, Episode 1, it is called Noise, Noise, Noise. So, full spoilers, actually not full spoilers, it's a pilot, it's the first episode, therefore it's not full spoilers, we'll do spoilers somewhere in the middle, we'll warn you before we do so, we will start spoiler free. Because it's a, it's a new first episode, so we can give some opinions on this. This doesn't, this doesn't actually start for a couple of weeks, but Sci-Fi decided to put out uh, the first episode early on YouTube and their website. So we got a chance to watch it, and we could talk about it early. This is based on a Rick Remender comic, and it's about a school for assassins, essentially. Um, yeah. It's set in the 80s, and it's kind of, like a, kind of an alternate history 80s. I guess. I, I get the feeling it'll be alternate from at least it's going from through the story. From onwards, yeah. probably. Right now, it doesn't feel that alternate. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like it probably will be as we go. I, especially if the main character gets his wish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so, so, I guess, what did you think? Uh, I hated it with a passion. <laughs> this This might be the worst episode of TV I've seen this year. I'm glad you said this year because I was about to throw some <laughs> other pilots at you. Look, there are some things that are undisputably worse. Yes. But this year, I don't know. There may have been stuff this year. I'm trying... Not that I'm necessarily agreeing with you as of yet. I've not given my opinion on the matter. But uh... <laughs> I, I can describe this episode in two words. Edgy and exposition. There's a lot of exposition. There's a lot of edginess. That is, that is, I would agree with those facts. Um, I will say I don't hate it as much as you. I wouldn't say I particularly liked it either, though. Yeah. It's for me. I had a hard problem liking any of the characters. That was number yep. one. Uh, and then number two, I agree with the edginess problem. There were some things that I kind of liked. You know, uh, there was a one point. Uh, some of the music's quite good. And I liked at one point, the main character describes his, his, his origins. Basically, his, his Bruce Wayne style, his parents were killed in front of him. <laughs> so yeah. I'd seen. Uh, I thought the, that was an animated sequence, and I thought that actually had some style to it. And then there was a couple of other moments where it used lights or it used something. You know, there, there was some style flares here or there that I kind of liked. Fair enough. You know, from a direction point of view, I was kind of kind of into it. I'm not going to just completely shit on it 100% like you are about to, because well, I'm getting here's that the thing. sense. I, I admit, I went into this not expecting to like it. Because you don't like Rick Remender for a start. Yeah. And I didn't think the trailer was that good. Mm-hmm. That said, I did not think I would hate it to this degree. I really didn't. <laughs> like, I, I didn't think this is going to be the thing that I am most passionate about hating this year. <sighs> <laughs> I, I i don't feel that strongly about it i i i just feel kind of middling like that was the thing i watched you know it didn't really do anything to grab me it didn't do anything to really piss me off either though it was it was kind of i i messaged you when i was watching it and i think i hate this <laughs> yes that was six minutes in <laughs> that's a bit early to call it that's how annoyed it was and, and much it was annoying me and being <clears> with or just how edgy and and it was being that early on. Yeah, I have to admit. I mean, I I wouldn't say I like Rick Remender's writing either. Admittedly, I've not tried as much of it. I tried his Captain America for like maybe three or four issues. Did not like it. I read actually the whole thing of a a, a short series he did called Strange Girl. Uh, I think it was called Image. Um, and it was okay, but you know, like you know, 
I, I bought the complete, you know, deluxe hardcover. I finished it. <laughs> Right, that was it. That was a regrettable purchase. That, that was the first Rick Remender thing I ever read, and it, it didn't put me off him. But then I read the Captain America. I was like, eh, I, I don't think I like I this guy. I typically don't like any of his characters or dialogue, mm. and that has carried across to this. I could see that because I don't particularly care these characters either. I don't, yeah. have, I don't have any of them. If anything, no, the only one at least who has a cool look would be uh, Atlanta Condor's character, uh, Saya. She's sure. she's the because uh, they're all in gangs. For some reason, in this this assassins Hogwarts, they're all in gangs. You know, not houses, not like Hogwarts in the sense that they've got Hufflepuff and whatnot, but they've all distributed into gangs. And she's like in the Yakuza gang, <laughs> and then there's like there's a there's a triad gang, and there's a, a cartel gang, and they're all based on like real criminal organizations for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what they are. Except the main dude and this little mohawked idiot who are like the oh, rats. I just wanted to own. stab. <laughs> oh, the mohawk guy. Yeah, I could see that. Like these characters <laughs> made me angry. <laughs> like genuinely angry. I'm glad I didn't like it because I'd be. Uh, this would be a more awkward conversation. I feel like as it is, I'm just having an enjoyment of how much you hate it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not upset. I didn't like it. If I liked this, and I was like, "No, how dare you? How dare you besmirch this masterpiece?" <laughs> but I'm just kind of like, eh. "Yeah, <laughs> take a pot shot." So whatever. I just oh, I'm I'm just here to really yell a little bit to make it a bit more diplomatic. Oh, screw diplomatic. There's there's just. There's there's a point in the first like two minutes where there's a girl licking licking her own blood off her face and it's supposed to be like oh sexy. I'm like, what the hell is this show? <laughs> After her teacher, this is edgy as shit. <laughs> After her teacher barely Wong smashed her on the face with his cane. <laughs> this is like a thirteen year old edge lord's wet dream. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't get why this is a thing. It's very popular. People, uh, people have. Uh, I don't understand. The book's popular. Uh, I know people who have watched the pilot have been really into it. I think fans of the book are really enjoying it, which is good for them. It's good that they got an adaptation that that works for people who re- like the book. That that is a net positive, right? It it stands to reason that if this is a faithful adaptation, and I dislike the source material, not specifically this, but you know the the creator. You've not not read this book specifically. Not this one specifically. I've tried enough to know I do not like his work. And it stands to reason that if it's faithful, I'm not going to like this either. It it does, it does. Um, Because when when this first came up that this was going to get a TV show, I thought, well, I I don't really like his work, but, you know, in trans... Because, you know, I don't really like Mark Miller that much, but when... when, um, What's his face? Vaughn. When, yeah. when 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 Vaughn Matthew Vaughn when he like adapts the script with Jane Goldman and then turns out a movie you get Kickass and Kingsman and they're like great they're great movies oh absolutely so it can, you know but, a, the adaptation can overcome some of the the quirks it can, you may not like but to but, my knowledge Mark Miller was not that involved in those that's movies fair, whereas, whereas... Remender is heavily involved in this yeah uh huh uh huh. <laughs> So yeah, I mean the the plot of the first episode is like you know this kid's on the street, he's homeless, he's you know he's just scrounging for food and stuff, and he gets picked up. Uh, he's wanted for murder. Uh, the the police 
and the newspapers, the press, they all think he, he's murdered a, a building full of orphans. Uh, he was living in. He was like one of the, the boys who was living there. And the, our deadly class uh, team kind of like recruit him. And he's kind of reluctant at first, but ultimately the choice to like go back and stay is kind of a thing that he does in this episode. Because uh, that, that's the other thing. is Obviously this is supposed to not be like taken like completely seriously in the sense that you know you've got this headmaster who's like no you're i'm training you to kill because some people deserve to die like this is not meant to be like a real world like uh it's definitely meant to be a bit of a dark comedy in the sense of it's supposed to be satirical yes um and you know so you you don't necessarily take what it's doing at face value necessarily um I, I almost feel like I'd like this more, right? I'd probably like this like 10 times more if it was more of a slapstick comedy <laughs> and there was like hijinks with them like trying to kill people in r- the ridiculous so ways. So what you're saying is you'd like this more if it was completely different. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying the the, yes, the school for the assassins, that just that core concept That concept is fine. in its own, is not, there is yeah. nothing wrong with it, yeah. That, that's fine on its own. It's, it's all the characters I don't like. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I don't care that um, Maria uh, wants rid of her boyfriend, so she's manipulating, but still kind of flirting with Marcus, the main guy, so that he might kill him for her. Uh, I don't care that, you know, the other girl, Saya, was kind of just putting the charm on to lure him into the school, but she actually may have feelings for him, or it might still just be a game by the end. It's hard. Yeah, and then there's sections where there's a debate over comics. Oh my god, this conversation. Yes, yeah, we I, have to talk about this. This was the most forced nerd conversation I, I have like, ever seen in a thing. Shit is this thing happening? Yeah, so so this is we're still spoiler free, and I think this is completely not spoiler because it's just a random conversation that has nothing to do with the plot. It has no bearing on anything whatsoever. No. It, the only thing that comes from it is that the, you know, the guy Willie's maybe unhinged, maybe. Like he might shoot him. Right? You know, he's maybe that you know. Yeah, sure. Right. But Basically, they start talking about comic books, and I rolled my eyes a little bit because Marcus says, "No, indie comics are better." Because I'm like, "Oh yeah, Rick Remender, you write for you know a lot of indie books now." Yeah, 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 we get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, it's, it's a little bit of an ego thing there, right? Um, which is not, not necessarily a bad thing. Like, I, I can see other writers putting a joke in like that, and I'll sort of laugh at it, going, "Yeah, okay, there, there, there's been a little bit of an ego there, but it's, it can be funny in a." It's a, funny it, when it's done with charm. Yeah. But then the other guy, Willie, is like, no, 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 what about X-Men? Because it's set in the 80s, so this is like just after what he's about to talk about. And he's like, no, Dark Phoenix, you know, the Phoenix saga. Like, no, 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 no. And then he pulls a gun to his head and says, no, come on, say it. Chris Claremont and John Byrne, you say it. Say it's better. And I'm like, you're just dropping, like, I mean, oh, I mean, I know enough to know that he's saying the right names. I know enough that he's, he's accurate with his information. It just feels like we're putting in this really accurate nerd conversation and it just feels so forced. I don't understand the point of it. It, it There's no benefit other than being, hey, look, we like comics. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> maybe maybe that's read better. Because if this conversation's in the comics, right? Maybe it read better in, in, in a comic. Uh, I don't think it did. Probably not. <laughs> okay, I'm like maybe I'm being too kind here. But it really stuck out as really forced. It, it felt like that thing where it's like a really forced reference. Like they really want to reference something, so they just they shoehorn it in. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. But it, and it, it find at first I thought it was just the indie comics thing, and I was like, okay, roll my eyes, whatever. It's out of the way. You, you'll let it pass. And right? then it went on for like thirty seconds of him streaming Chris Claremont and John Byrne at him to like, you know, say it's better. I'm going to say it's better, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. 
I'm going to carry out CX-Men's bear on that indie shit. <laughs> what happened? It's shit like this, which is why I'm angry. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm, I'm in hysterics over this. I am angry that this is supposed to be taken semi-seriously. I, 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 like, I would love to show this scene to, like, a, like a script-writing class. Like, you know, going in, like, the lectures there, the classes there. This, this and... is classic, this is what you don't do <laughs> <Yeah>. material. <laughs> this, this, this is so uh self uh self obsessed this is like it, it, i want you to do this so i'm just going to do it even though it is shitty writing <laughs> and maybe we're missing something or maybe there's a joke here that i'm not getting but it, i i've not get it either though yeah i, I don't know it really god it, um so i think we'll give the spoiler warning just so i can round out the plot right so full spoilers yeah. from this point on for the first episode although there's not too much spoilers because i think with pilots sometimes it feels like there's nothing to spoil because it is just setting up the premise it's it's what the premise is that yeah. you know, get from a trailer what what, what the description yeah. of the show is is basically the pilot yeah. nine times out the only thing we've really left out is that this conversation is because they get an assignment where everyone has to go out and like decide someone who's worthy of killing like someone who deserves to die and Willie and him go as a team. Willie, Willie's going to take him elsewhere afterwards if he wants to escape the school. And Willie can't go through with it. He can't kill this evil homeless guy that's been murdering people. Because apparently he's a pacifist, even though he was just holding a gun to the dude's yes. head to, to say that X-Men's better. Well, no, that's fine. I get that. That's Because I, I think the, the the obvious point of that is that he's the he's lashing out to try and show that he's, he's tough, but he's not really. Right? That's obvious. If anything, the fact that they're having that comic book conversation is like a criticism of like aggressive assholes on the internet. Like I, I think that's what the point's meant to be. Sure. I get, I get the logic connecting it to this. That that's maybe what he was trying to do. Anyway, but then then Marcus grabs a, you know doesn't even grab the gun. The gun gets thrown away. He he grabs just a a bar, yeah, yeah, or something, and he just starts whacking the guy until he's dead. And it's like, no, some people do deserve to die. And then he goes back. And there's a lot of narration from Marcus in this episode. A lot of which, again, is very... <sighs> it's there. No, here's the thing. It feels like it's there because they don't know how else to convey thoughts. Yeah, it feels like it's there because they've lifted panel or like uh, uh, like, the narration boxes straight from the comics. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. like when uh, Comics or books, like, like novels specifically... You can do, okay, here's the inner thoughts, right? You you get that across with internal dialogue and narration. And that works in those mediums. Most of the time, it doesn't work on film. There's a reason there's not narration in everything. We don't hear the character's thoughts in most things. We get it through acting and context. Yeah, it can be done, but... It, it can be done, but it's, more it's often than not. Yeah. And, and when it is done it should never be done to this extent of like no, consistently just hearing his voice. The traditional thing is to have a couple of lines at the start and the end, right? And you sort of bookend it with narration. That That is the traditional yeah. thing. Or maybe for like uh, transitions in the middle where if you're shifting between big sections. But this is just chunks of exposition. Yeah. It's, it's almost like after every single like chunk of scenes he has with other characters, it goes back to him wandering through halls or wandering through streets and he's, he's just babbling exposition and thoughts as... You know, for for extended periods of time, um, yeah. So I mean, I didn't like it. Um, I don't hate it as much as you did, but like, it, you know, it's like a really mediocre. Uh, thing. Uh, so I'm I'm batting for this as the worst thing of of, of this year. <laughs> we don't do worse new episodes anymore, though. So you got nothing to fight for. Which is why I'm making a point of saying it here because I don't think I'd let that this one. Oh, 
I just, it's not nothing else made me this angry. <laughs> like there was things I disliked a lot. Don't be wrong. It's not been the best year for new shows. Yeah, that's there's some, there's some truth in that. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, I I just I don't feel like it's a thingy. I'm I'm actually gonna get proof here, hon. You're trying to find what else we've covered. I'm going to my the graveyard playlist that we have on YouTube, which is all the pilots that we don't keep. Um, Night Flyers was worse than this. No, it was bad. It was very bad. This was worse. I I I I enjoyed this more than Little Drummer Girl's first episode. Oh, oh come, come on, that is <laughs> no. Like Night Flyers, we I know we we said a lot how we didn't like the characters. Mm-hmm. I, they were not likable, but I didn't hate oh, them was in the same way I hate some of these. I think that was late twenty seventeen. All right, okay. What was it? Uh, Nightfall. I think that's where we. I'm back at twenty seventeen. Yeah, that was last year. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> Worst episode of the year. TV is is ruined. Well, worst what, what pilot of the year. Are you saying this is worse than every bad episode we've had of like? Yeah. So, so the the worst episode we had this year of say Flash. I hate this more. <laughs> uh, okay. I I shall not. I shall not argue. I shall not argue. Uh, I don't particularly like it either, so I I can't really say add too much to it, but. I will say I find the characters unlikable, um, and you can give me unlikable characters that I, I can find engaging. I found these characters more annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically a show full of Jason Todd's, and that's not something I want in my life. I don't know why anyone would want that in that <laughs> Right? It's a show filled with Jason Todd's, the worst like character in DC Comics history. <laughs> That's a bold claim. It's a stretch, yeah. There's, there's like 90 years of DC Comics. I can't really claim that. But, like, out of the characters I know from DC Comics... <laughs> he, he has your personal hatred. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's in, the, he's in the bottom five. I mean, J- Jason, Wonder Woman's brother, is probably worse. pretty bad, too. Yeah. But there are more examples of shitty Jason Todd than there are true. shitty Wonder Woman Jason. This is true. This is true. Um, so, yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. No. Uh, do you know what I'll give credit for though. I'll give it credit. It's in two point three five to one. I respect that more cable shows are trying different aspect ratios. I do. I do like that. Sure. I, 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 I don't. I mean, it, it ultimately makes no difference if what's in the screen. No, it doesn't. Still is, I'm not. But... I'm complimenting a trend that this is an option for for filmmakers. Okay. And yeah. No. This is not a compliment to the show specifically that they made this choice it's just that i like that this is an option and this is an example of this option being there fair enough so um aye all right that's deadly class <laughs> oh jeez. um is there anything else what you had not really characters all yeah. suck obviously we're not watching episode two. Oh yeah yeah i have no interest in watching more of this uh i i i, I I just I don't like them. I don't like the people in this. I I am still feeling like I'm having to restrain myself from just shouting at how much I hate it. I'm gonna have to take a moment to calm down before we go and record our next thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm still angry that I watched this. That's deadly class. 
you can uh, let us know what you think in the comments below. Some of you will probably very disagree with us, you know, very highly disagree with us because some people love this. I know they do, and that's fine. That's fine. We can all like different things, but these are these characters are just downright annoying to us. Um, so there you go. But uh, you can like, subscribe. You can get us on the Twitter's at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. You can support us over at patreon.com slash TV. Uh, for as little as a dollar per month but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching tv guys have you got any vanilla <laughs>